friends. Welcome to the weekly energy report on the News Story Podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Leone Conran, coming at you for the week of November 18th to the 24th, Monday to Sunday, buds. All right, well, last week, this whole Mercury retrograde has been pretty intense. I've had a real... I mean, I've discussed it in the last couple weeks, too. I mean, sheesh. Just like, just a lot, an influx of information, an influx of learning. And um, I find that it's been really just so many revelations, you know, so much um, positive shift has come from it, From, but also from really, you know, sometimes circling the bottom of the drain kind of feelings, you know? Um, but we take the bad with the good, and we just keep on keep on moving, you know? The theme this week is, uh, my heart knows what is good for me. And it's really related to just that inner knowing of, like, we know, we know when we're on the right path or when we're choosing things that are not right for us, or when we're sort of manipulating our experience, um, or when we are adding to feelings of discomfort instead of uh, nourishing ourselves and, and, um, and relieving ourselves. So the weekly theme, my heart knows what is good for me. The tarot card that I pulled this week was the Queen of Cups. Uh, queen, beautiful queen, just as you would imagine a queen to be. Cups are emotional, relate to, um, you know, our watery natures, our intuitive sides, our psychic sides. So Queen of Cups is that feminine mastery of uh, our emotions. So one thing that I read about the Queen of Cups online is that she turns away wrath with caring. She turns away wrath with caring. I really loved that you know, as a, as a, um, just as an intention for this energy. So this is a card about reacting with sensitivity, being unconditionally loving, applying patience. And we do so because we understand that we're all going through it, including patience to the self, right? Love and kindness and sensitivity to the self, because we're also going through it. We all need kindness, that is just such a rare thing. It's, it's really always about being kinder to the self and healing. Uh, where can we be just kinder to ourselves? And then we find that when we do that, we inadvertently end up just being kinder to everything around us. Um, so in my, in my viewpoint, you know, someone who, has, who is unable to be kind to others, right, where we see that lack outpictured, really relates to just a, a generosity to self that doesn't exist, probably a loathing to self that exists instead. So, you know, we're tuning into our inner kindness. This energy also helps us to feel a reverence for life, for the perfection of all that is unfolding, and a deep communion with the love that is available in the collective consciousness for us. At the very least, this energy helps us to find understanding. Um, you know, the mantra with this energy is really just let yourself be moved, moved by love, moved by kindness. 
The ritual this week is practicing receptivity. So this is usually a difficult thing for most of us. How are you at receiving? Do you find it uncomfortable when someone says or does something nice for to you? Uh, I know that I fucking do. <laughs> Part of my conditioned unconscious response is always feeling that I should earn love, that I have to give to be loved instead of knowing that um, I also deserve to receive. You know, it's not all just a one-sided thing. So in my own healing, part of my responsibility to myself is allowing gifts of energy to come forward and receiving them with an open heart. But that's not always easy to do. I have to really stay on top of myself around where I want to overgive instead of uh, allowing myself to also enjoy the exchange of receiving and allow others to enjoy giving. So what do you need to receive this week? It might be support. Perhaps you need someone to just listen to you. Perhaps you need to accept that coffee that a friend wants to buy you. Perhaps you just need to pay attention more to the small gifts of energy that people are sending your way. You know, really stop and allow yourself to receive. It might be, you know, for me, it might be just when someone sends me uh, something that says thank you or something like that. Just really sitting and just absorbing that as a feeling and not just like, oh, they said thank you. Okay, moving on to the next thing I have to do in my day. It's like, hmm, what does that thank you really feel like? Can I feel that in my body? Can I really accept that? So this week we pay attention to opening our hearts Slowing down, stopping, and allowing ourselves to receive, allowing love to have access to us. We can receive a smile, a hug, dinner, whatever. We can receive by allowing ourselves to truly feel the energy that the universe is trying to bestow on us. One of the things I find with most people who are prone or called to spirituality and, and this kind of work is that on a, on a whole, there's an overgiving and a people-pleasing that happens as opposed to a selfishness, right? So uh, what I mean is that, like, most of us, um, we're not aligned with receiving. We're more aligned with giving. Um, so, you know, we're really shifting that. However, if you feel like all you do is receive, then maybe this is an opportunity for you to uh, give more, you know, to be really grateful for you for all that you receive, and really, where does that need to get back out into the universe? Where, the, where does that need to get back out into the community? Where have you been blessed, and you can sort of pay that forward to someone else, right? So um, paying attention to what it is that's been going on for you is, has the universe really been blessing you lately? You know, are you in a period of, like, a lot of success? Share that. Share it outward, outwardly. You know, um, generosity only increases as we express it openly and share. And uh, exchange really needs to be balanced. So we really need to be in balance with the universe. It can't all be that we're just sucking the life out of the universe or that we're just like giving, 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 never receiving. So just paying attention to where you need to, um, what you need to hear out of that today. Alrighty, so um, a big week, big shifts, but I think really positive shifts. 
I mean, one that I'm really looking forward to, which is the end of Mercury Retrograde. Um, so on Tuesday, the 19th, Mars is going to enter Scorpio. More Scorpio, you might be saying. <laughs> We've just been through a pretty intense Scorpio season, but fret not. This is a great place for our Mars energy. Mars is action, aggression, sex, courage, passion. Scorpio is one of the natural uh, rulers, or Mars is one of the natural rulers of Scorpio. So this is a cohesive energy. So when we feel this cohesive energy, when this energy is in its natural flow, then we can feel more connected to our desires and also to the bravery to move forward with our desires. So as we leave the Libra energy, especially on Monday, Mars in Libra, and we reach those critical last degrees before this shift, we might feel some indecision and confusion coming up. It won't last long. An epiphany is coming. Things are about to start moving again. This is a very fortunate shift the day before Mercury is going to station direct. We are really aligning our movements with who we really are. So we're acting in accordance of who we are underneath the conditioning of our response, right? Like, I think we bandy about the term authentic self a lot. I mean, that really can mean fucking anything to anybody. But like, uh, what the authentic self really is, is who the fuck are you when you strip away the achievements, the accolades, the conditioned response, the traumas, you know, who are you when you are just being yourself for the sake of being yourself because you can't hold back who you truly are anymore, right? That's the authentic self. It's not influenced by what you're going to get. It's not influenced by your family. It's just purely the spark of intuitive genius that lies within you. So, we are we're shedding the person that we learned to become to please our family, society, our own misguided expectations of our purpose here. We are um, getting to deeper levels of intimacy and connection with this energy. Intimacy is really just an ability to be yourself with other people, with the world around you. Okay, and that means like your vulnerable self, your sad self, your happy self, like all of it without fearing rejection or abandonment, you know. So this has been such an amazing Mercury retrograde season for getting to the bottom of that, that fear of intimacy, that fear of closeness with others, you know, where, where we allow others into our internal space where we allow ourselves even into the internal space. Maybe we weren't even getting to that place for ourselves, and now we are. So one thing I've noted in my, myself um, around my own vulnerabilities, which really manifests through relationships for me, like I've always had a really good relationship to my work, to my creativity, uh, but my 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 vulnerabilities really come up in relationship to others, but that's not just romantic. That's friendships. That's with mentors. That's across the board family. So one thing that I've noticed is, um, as I allow myself to receive and experience intimacy with others, as good things happen, uh, 
it's like an immediate sense of pessimism that arises. So I can become really afraid and anxious when nothing bad is happening. Rather, good things are manifesting. Like, you know, jolly, fortunate, exciting, whatever, pleasant things are manifesting. And I can get really like a feeling of just um, acute fear around whatever's going on. So I really tuned into this energy this week. And I really tuned into what that anxiety really was. You know, and as it was coming up, as I was feeling it, I'm like, what is this? What is this energy? What is the root of this fear and anxiety that I'm feeling around, you know, having a nice time connecting with others? So in my mind's eye, the vision that I kept being drawn to was just an image of me sitting on my father's lap, being hugged, being comforted. So the anxiety that I've been feeling has nothing to do with anyone else, nothing to do with my current circumstances, but rather my own feelings of abandonment and rejection from my my male caretaker, my father. And in some way, because this is how I experienced masculine energy in my, in my formative years, a lack of unconditional love, a lack of protection, a lack of comfort, I inadvertently also manifest my inner father this way, the father I am to myself. So what, a, what did I do about this? I decided that I needed to write a letter, but not send it to my own father, who I'm estranged from, and who I feel is it's the right thing to be estranged from, but, you know, that's how I feel right now. I don't know if I'll always maintain that, but I decided that I would um, write this letter and acknowledge all of my feelings and also acknowledge my forgiveness for him and offer him unconditional love for being who he is. Because this is how I want my inner father to behave. So I don't need to send this letter because it's not really about him. It's about me. By forgiving and acknowledging my father and by choosing to experience a love for him regardless of my pain, I'm living in integrity to my own self. So I forgave him in, inside of myself. I really tuned into that forgiveness because I can pass the baton from my past and these memories that seem to haunt me when things are going well, when I'm enjoying my life, when I'm feeling comfort, right? And then all of a sudden I get like this extreme irrational anxiety and fear. So I pass the baton from my past and these memories that seem to haunt me to my present. I can do something about it when I need comfort now. I can do something about it when I need protection. I can do something about it when I need unconditional love, compassion, and encouragement. So by writing this letter, I acknowledged all of the things that I felt, the pain that I felt, where I felt disappointed, 
But I also acknowledged that my father is an extension of these wounded things happening to him. And for some amazing reason, I've been able to create a shift in my own lineage by stopping repeating the same patterns. So I'm not beating myself up like my dad used to beat himself up. And in turn, I'm not beating up other people around me like my dad is beating up others around him, right? So it really is this kindness, this gift of compassion. But compassion, it seems like a gift that you give to someone else or forgiveness. And it's just not. It's really just not. It's something you give to yourself. And for me, I, more than anything, want to live in integrity with my beliefs. And my belief is that we all deserve unconditional love and that the way that we behave, sometimes terrible behaviors, come from a place of deep pain and wounding. And the only thing we can do to support that is to have compassion for the pain that someone's in, not not have like not just disregard their behaviors or accept their behaviors, no, but accept the person for like the pain that they are in that led them to react and behave in ways that create harm. So by acknowledging my love for my dad and my forgiveness, really what I was doing was comforting myself. Okay, so maybe that is something that comes up for you this week or is something that you've been coming has been coming up with you. I got to say it's not easy to sit and write a letter to somebody and really pour it all out. Like every part of you is going to be like, "Let me jump up and do this. Oh, I got to feed the dog. Oh, I got to like go for a walk." Or instead, you're going to try to come up with all kinds of things to like not actually sit there and do it. And at one point as I'm writing, of course, tears are streaming down my face, you know, and I'm feeling this, I'm feeling it. And I got to tell you, though, a sense of fucking relief, a sense of relief when you put pen to paper and you and you set that focus and that intention. And this week is a lot about focus and intention. I mean, every fucking week is, but this week is also. So moving on Wednesday. Uh, so, well, let me just finish that up. Mars entering Scorpio on Tuesday. How can we act in a courageous way to access more intimacy in our lives? To be brave, right, in our lives? You know, this is really going to be something that we're going to be working through, but it's a very cohesive energy, so it's, it's a natural flow. Wednesday, the 20th of November. Hallelujah. Mercury is going to station direct in Scorpio. Our phones are going to work better. Our communication, our internet, our cars, you know, all the things. Um, Is it a coincidence that it's stationing at the 11th degree? Well, I think this will harken back to the energy that was coming to fullness on 11-11. Remember, 11 is a wonderful master number relating to balance. When the masculine doing, fixing, purpose, drive, and the feminine 
feeling, being, creativity, when those energies are aligned, they can give birth to a beautiful divine child, a beautiful sense of expression. So the three energy that we've been moving through this year, 2019, in numerology, is a three-year. So it's all about that divine child being born through expression. Okay, what's the thing that's being born in our lives? It might be a new relationship. It might be a new job. It might be a piece of art. It might be new understanding, whatever. We get to that divine expression when we balance our masculine and feminine energies. So there's a divine expression within us each that's ready to be given birth to. Mercury represents our mind, perceptions, thoughts, words. And when we see these perceptions, thoughts, words, whatever, coming from a true place within us, back to the authenticity, an authentic place within us, not just a place of fear of wounding, but of active, attentive creation. Magical things happen in our lives. People manifest out of nowhere. Something falls in our lap. Things start to connect, and our dreams are validated by reality. What have you learned in the last three weeks? What have you learned in the last three weeks of this Mercury retrograde in Scorpio? Keep the lessons and the love and let the rest of it go. Moving on. No better energy to move on with than Friday, the 22nd of November. Sun is going to enter into Sagittarius. Happy birthday, Saggies. My Some of my best friends are Saggies. My uh, moon is in Sagittarius. And I got to tell you, this has been just one of the greatest gifts of my life, is to have my moon in Sagittarius. Okay, a friendly shift this week as the collective identity, the sun, is going to enter into the natural, optimistic energy of Sagittarius. Sagittarius is the philosopher, and its sunny vibe is about looking up, choosing to look forward and keep on keeping on. This is a flexible energy. It's something we probably just really need after the somewhat fixed immobility sometimes of Scorpio season. The symbol for Sagittarius is the archer. And, um, you know, are we staying deeply focused on our intentions? Become unwavering in your vision. You know, I think for a lot of us, like, we start to lose faith in our vision if everything is not manifesting, right? If we're not seeing it all showing up. But Sagittarius really asks us to keep the faith anyway, even if we're not seeing everything manifesting yet. You know, don't let outward validation be the only reason to have faith in yourself. Um, Become unwavering in your vision. So don't let anything throw you off your course, right? Just because everything's not manifesting right now as you might, oh, I thought it would have happened by now in this way. Well, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Maybe you got to be flexible in your thinking, adjust yourself. So this fiery and very spiritual energy is ruled by Jupiter, which all year has been in Sagittarius, asking us to feel the burn of our inner truth. I, again, have a very strong Sagittarius component to my own astrology. I have four planets in this sign. 
And I attribute my natural faith in myself and the, the, the universe at large with this energy. This year, you might have had to fight against deep fears and feelings of inadequacy, but it's getting you to a deeper level of faith in your intuitive self. Perhaps you've been asked to really trust, again, without external validation. As we move through Sun and Sagittarius, we're going to feel lighter, more active, more ignition. The things to watch out for, though, are really escapism, running away instead of facing what you need to face, imagining that the grass is greener over there, and self-righteousness. Those are all some of the shadow aspects of Sagittarius. Okay, the last transit for the week is on Sunday the 24th, and Venus is going to conjunct Jupiter, both in Sagittarius. Uh, so when a planet is conjunct another planet, it means they are in the same energy. So they're both in Sagittarius and they're very, they're within five degrees of one another, very close to one another. So they work together, uh, very strongly. So Jupiter, again, it's been in Sagittarius all year and it's about to change signs on December the 3rd into earth friendly Capricorn. I got to say, I'm a natal Jupiter in Sagittarius, and this Jupiter return has been fucking full-on rough. Rough on the inner truth spectrum. We've spent the last year connecting to our inner faith, our vision for ourselves, and the world we live in. We really had to dig in deep to the meaning of life for us individually and how that's different for all of us. And how to hone what we really desire and want, especially in the realm of relationships as we've seen through this Mercury retrograde. Not just romantic relationships, work relationships, friendships, family, and of course our relationship to ourselves. So basically a relationship to the other. And when we think about that more deeply, just the relationship of masculine to feminine within us and how we see that outpictured as well. So as Venus which is how we love and how we want to be loved, meets Jupiter, which is spiritual expansion, luck, gifts, on this day of Sunday the 24th of November. The truth of how we want to move forward in love and beauty is really coming into a clear vision. The energy shift into Jupiter and Capricorn on the 3rd of December, I think this is going to be a pretty amazing shift for all of us. I mean, I'm not someone, I don't think, it, I don't, I don't think we need to like, it, we're in for rough days still, okay, especially as we move into January, there's a major fucking transit in the beginning of January, January 12th and 13th, that is gonna be like really intense, okay, so I'm not trying to say, and soon everything's gonna be just fine and we won't have anything to worry about. That's not how life goes, but I think in terms of like what we're working with this month and next month, I think that uh, for those of us who have been doing a lot of conscious work and um, opening our hearts and really being mindful and really having this bold vision, being a pioneer for unconditional love and compassion, this could be a, a, a positive time for us. Um, an optimistic time at the very least. Uh, but, you know, the wheel of fortune is always spinning. So we, we never want to be just like aiming for everything to just be great all the time for this like mirage where everything is fine and we don't have any difficulties anymore. 
We want to really understand that having difficulty in life is not a punishment or a failure. It is part of the human experience. The human experience is one of survival. So we really need to stay, um, stay excited to the shifts that are coming up. Let them be something that excite you instead of something that uh, you have dread because of, you know. We have some wonderful shifts coming up. I think this week should be a breath of fresh air. I'm really proud of us all for the work that we've been doing. I'm really proud of you. Um, I am sending you my love. And I hope that you'll take a moment to just take a deep breath and receive that. What does it feel like if you really receive these words and this intention of my love for you and how proud I am of you. That's right. Take it, bitches. I was joking. <laughs> uh, thank you to our latest uh, Patreon donor, Alexandra, for your uh, for becoming a patron of the Energy Report, this podcast, and my newsletter. And thank you to all the patrons and Venmo donors who support uh, the availability of this um, of this weekly energy report. I so appreciate the exchange, uh, and I receive it. Uh, I receive it fully. Thank you. If you'd like to become a patron or a donor for any amount, you can um, visit my show notes or visit. Uh, yeah, visit my show notes um, or visit www.rebeccaconran.com. Sign up for my newsletter and you'll figure out the, uh, you know, the info's all in there. I have some private retreats going on. I have a couple of spaces left in my self-healing mentorship, uh, which is a one-on-one four-month uh, private course. And of course, if you want to work with me one-on-one, uh, take the leap. You know, you can book right online with a time that works for you from anywhere in the world. Take the leap. And if you're anywhere near Narrowsburg, New York, uh, in December, I actually have a couple of in-person events. I got a sound bath coming up again, which is really fun to do. Um, So maybe I'll see you there. And again, subscribe to my newsletter for all of those dates and details uh, that I send out weekly. All right, loves. Sending you so much love. I hope you have a great week.